Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. 717. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Can you believe it's almost April already? No, tomorrow is April 1st, Jeff. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we got four things to look forward to in April. Plus, if you're not feeling confident, just fake it. (laughs) It works. (laughs) We'll explain here in a minute. Been doing it for decades. It is Friday, the last day of March. 2023, we are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Let's begin with Taco Bell for just a moment. Taco Bell's menu, uh, it's not that involved. It's mostly just the same six or seven ingredients presented in slightly different ways, but they do get a lot of mileage out of the changes they make. Taco Bell, for example, just announced that they're bringing back another throwback item. And like last year, they're letting fans decide what it is. You have to be a Taco Bell Rewards member to weigh in, of course. But you can vote once a day through their app between now and April 12th. And there are two options. What are they? The first is the Beefy Crunch Burrito. Okay. That first hit the menu in 2010 and it got pulled a year later. So that's just like a tortilla with the beef, cheese, and then they put like a crunchy taco layer in there? It has... uh, it has Frito flame and hot flavored corn chips with seasoned beef and rice. Whoa, okay. And that's made a few brief returns since, but that's that's one item. And then the other option is their Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Tacos. Oh, that's the winner right there. I've yeah. had that. Yeah, that they were good. introduced in 2013. They dropped it in 2019. Uh, but it's basically a normal taco with a Cool Ranch Dorito-flavored shell. Mm-hmm. They will reveal the results on April 13th, and the winner will appear on the menu later this year at participating locations. Meanwhile, there's a, there's, there seems to be a weird thing for... It just You tell me. Is it weird for a condom and company to branch out into tattoo ink? I think so. I mean, why would you want to have, like, you know, Duke's mayonnaise be your tattoo ink? Well, Heinz just announced that they're going to start making tattoo ink. It's a marketing stunt, of course, but they really are doing it. They partnered with an ink company to make tattoo ink in their signature ketchup color, Heinz 57 Red. They'll start making it available at certain tattoo parlors in Brazil to start. Not clear if they'll bring it to the U.S. or if it'll make it here, but they've actually been kind of riding the tattoo train for a few years now because Ed Sheeran is a fan and he has their logo tattooed on his left bicep. Oh, yeah, he loves ketchup. That's right, I forgot about that. He likes it on his his fish and chips. On his everything. So in 2019, they auctioned off 150 limited edition bottles based on his tattoo, and those all sold for between $1,300 and $1,800. Whoa, wow. They say the point of the new ink is that it's healthier 
than regular tattoo ink. Uh, you may or may not know Europe recently banned certain chemicals that can cause bad reactions. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess red colors are supposedly the worst. And so Heinz also had a bunch of tattoo artists come up with 57 tattoo designs. So if you're that into ketchup, you can get an official Heinz tattoo now. They're mm-hmm. posting the stencils online for tattoo parlors to use. If they want. I can't imagine okay. like being so in love with a condiment that you get a tattoo. Like maybe no. ranch, maybe like a Hidden Valley Ranch logo or something. Maybe not a condiment, but like is there a, is there a brand or a product of something, whether it's your car or the your favorite golf clubs or something that you Dawn just, Power Wash. There you go. <laughs> what, what about, uh, you know, you you will see a gentleman sometime this spring and summer in his cargo shorts with a gigantic Bengals B on the back of his calf. Oh, yeah. Yep. We've yep. done that a lot. Like, we'll put up, like, what kind of sports tattoo do you have? A lot of people have Bengals tattoos or just, like, a tiger or something or even Reds logos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's, like, a brand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a pickup truck that had the Dutton Ranch logo. Yeah, my nephew has one. Wrapped on the car. He has the Yellowstone, the, the, what is that, the Y? Yellowstone logo, yeah. Yes. And here I thought that was like some really cool new version of ranch dressing. (laughs) No. No, they have, um, even like our boss has one of their sweatshirts. But like that's a fan of the show. Like when you have your your truck wrapped or whatnot, you know, what is it? Like a a decal put on your car. Mm -hmm. In celebration of a TV show, man, you're a fan. Speaking That's of a ye- super fan of Yellowstone, actor Luke Grimes, uh, who I didn't realize this till yesterday, is from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, he, he is, plays Casey. He is out this morning with the team from Jeff Ruby's. They are in East Palestine and they are passing out water filters. Oh, that's so for cool. the people that it's are there. So fantastic. And they're also giving them a check for 100 G for other recovery efforts. But that's they're going to give that to the mayor, right? Yeah, but that's all happening today, this morning in East Palestine. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. That's great. I had no idea he was from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, same. Hmm. He is a lot of people's fave on that show. I, yeah, I maybe start watching. Casey? I know. Mm-hmm. I got to get back into it. I fell away and I know. just haven't had a chance to get back on that train. All right, give this wannabe dad an A for effort. Uh, a male bald eagle at a sanctuary in Missouri is incubating a rock because he thinks it's an egg. Oh, bless his heart. Where did he get it from? Was it in the nest? Well, for what I don't, I don't know. I think it was just a rock in his in in their enclosure, and he thought it was an egg. His name is Murphy. Uh, he hurt his he hurt his wing. A long time ago and can't fly so the sanctuary took him in and he lives with four other bald eagles and uh, for whatever reason he just decided this rock in their enclosure was an egg so he he built a nest on the ground and he's been sitting on it waiting for it to hatch and he's also protecting it from the other eagles and will not get let them get close oh i wonder what happens when it just doesn't like, how long will he protect it? Will he know that it's not, you know, hatching? Yeah, that's the that's the million-dollar question. And the, and the funny thing is, the rock isn't even round. It's sort of flat and jagged on top, but, but he thinks it's an egg anyway. Oh, we've all got a family member like that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess helping with eggs is normal for male bald eagles. Like, male bald eagles, it's not that uncommon. They they help raise their chicks, too. So that's that part's not weird. 
Uh, just the rock. He's been waiting for it to hatch for over a week now. And, uh, you know, I guess the, the experts there um, say that it's just a matter of time before he just gets bored and pull the plug on. Yeah. Up on it. Yeah. People online have already named his egg. They're calling it Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> After Dwayne That's the Rock fantastic. Johnson. Yeah, we, um, so often where I live, so I live in Ross, which is right next door to Colerain, and there's a park in Colerain Township called the Heritage Park, and they usually have eagles that nest there. And so sometimes, like, the, the man and the woman are both, man and woman, both birds are there, and he'll sit on the nest while the woman goes out and does, like, whatever she does, okay. gets food or hangs out, and then she'll come and, like, sit on a tree close by while he's just sitting there on the nest. Huh. But I see these, I see eagles all the time, which is so cool. Yeah, that is really cool, considering, you know, what they've come back from. They were nearly extinct yeah. for a while. I mean, I feel like there was a time in life where if you, you would never see a bald eagle unless you went to, like, Lake Tahoe or somewhere out west. Right. Well, the good news is you don't have to feel too bad for Murphy. Sanctuary workers say he is perfectly content with his rock. He's not sad at all. Even when real eggs don't hatch, eagles don't seem to show any signs of depression or anything. They say it's a, it's a, what he's doing is a hormonal response because of spring and that he will eventually get bored with the rock and move on, but it might be a while because it normally takes around 35 days for bald eagles, uh, eggs to hatch. Okay. 35 days. So We'll keep you posted. Uh, okay. So the next time you're not feeling too confident. I tease this at the top of the broadcast. Just fake it. Yeah. If you're not feeling confident, just fake it. I feel that way kind of today. I'm feeling a little <laughs> tired from yesterday. It has been a very long week here at Q102. So I'm really trying to like maybe fake my way a little bit today. It's a good week. Just a busy week. Yeah. It, oh, it's been an amazing, amazing week. We've had so much fun. Yeah, a new poll found the average American feels insecure five times a day. The average American feels insecure five times a day. But half of people who pretend to be confident say it actually helps them feel a little more confident. And a third overall say it's something they do a lot. The top things that can shake our confidence on a typical day include speaking in front of large groups, not being fully prepared for something. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Uh, and being the last person to show up for a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Top jobs we associate with confidence are doctors and nurses, members of the military, people in business, politicians, and athletes. And finally, the poll also looked at the top traits we admire in confident people, and those top five are being knowledgeable, Kind, decisive, authoritative, and fearless. Oh, that's great. So if you're not feeling it, just fake it. Fake it, fake just it till you make it. Isn't that what it. we always say? Yeah. Like I said, been doing it for decades. <laughs> right. I will tell you, though, when, when I go to the creative meeting, I often am the first person in there. I like yeah. to open. I like to open up the windows, turn on the lights, get all the chairs together. I appreciate that because some people like it real dark in there, and yeah. I don't. Yeah, was this in the room? You guys have the 
what, what is it? The Monday meeting is the Monday, Monday meeting. Yeah, the creative yeah. meeting. Is that is that downstairs over by the lobby or no? It's where it's oh, at it's the very the end of the hallway. Gotcha, where gotcha. so we have a, a conference room here that the entire like it's kind of like an L shaped windows like conference room and so the whole thing is windows yeah. and a lot of times people will lower the shades all the way down and turn the lights out and i'm like i gotta be in a well-lit room in order to thrive they, they bring the shades down and turn it down to have a meeting or they do it when they leave yeah. after the meeting well sometimes i think whoever's in there just like lowers the shades and so mm. it's left that way yeah. so I when wanna, we go in i want it bright in there i want to watch the oakley show going on yes. outside yeah who's the vampire do you know i don't i just think people just are like oh Oh, whatever, we'll we'll go in and just do the meaning as is. Hmm. Molly likes her room really dark, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that at all. And and I asked her about it one day, and she goes, "Oh God, no, I love it because I have all this natural light in here." And she's right; like she does have that floor to ceiling window in that in that studio next door. But like, but she but she doesn't have any of the lights on. So to me, it looks dark compared to this room. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's because I'm the first one here in the morning. And when I come in, I turn the lights on and up. We are ready to take on the day. Yeah, I know. I like the way you light the room. Mm-hmm. Now, Jen, if she was here, she would say it's way too much light for her because she likes a darker room. Yeah, she's like Venus Flytrap, man. She wants to light those candles. and She's got the, the lights, gong. You know? She's yeah. got to settle on in. The whole groove and everything. I mean, I, I guess I, I would be the same way if I was doing like a night show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at this time of the day, I don't know. I just, I want to wake up, man. Mm-hmm. I need to wake up. Jeff Thomas after dark. <laughs> there was a time a million years ago. All right. Some people love to show off their wealth. Others are a little more subtle about it. Uh, but there's a thread online where people are talking about like the non-obvious signs that someone is super rich. And we're going to tell you exactly what they are. These are interesting. Coming up next as we continue. Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we uh, we were talking about, you know, how people... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Some people just really get off on showing off their wealth. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very important to them that you know they are wealthy. And then uh, there are also people who are a little more subtle about it, which is what inspired a thread online where people are talking about the non-obvious signs mm-hmm. that someone is super rich. And I just, I, I found them really interesting. Like, they wear very nice clothing, but without any brand identification. So it's not like you're in head-to-toe Gucci and you have the little tiny Gucci logo right. on you. Right, right, right. Or casually having expensive hobbies like sailing, skiing, and golfing. Skeet shooting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So far, I don't really know anyone that does these things. 
What were the three hobbies? Sailing, skiing, and golfing. And some golfing people. Be very expensive hobbies. Yeah. yeah, but I think most people that I know, like my even my dad, like he will have like a membership to the Kenton County Golf Course. Yep. Which isn't, I mean, super expensive. Doesn't have to be yeah. fancy. Right. It yeah. doesn't have to be fancy. But when we were talking to Bronson Arroyo yesterday, I was talking to him about what is his typical day in Cincinnati like. And he said he likes to go to Triple se- Crown and several uh, different country clubs. Makatiwa. Yeah. Akatiwa is actually a great little... I love that spot. Chris's dad yeah. is a member, and we'll go join him for dinner from Where time to time. It? Kenwood? It's in Bond Hill on Redding Road. Yeah. Just kind of tucked away. You'd drive right by it and not even, not even notice. Just the history there is pretty cool. Yeah, and it's beautiful inside. Uh, what else? Being very selective in those they choose to be friends with for various legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. True. Uh, their teeth. You can tell when someone's gone to the dentist or orthodontist multiple times a year their entire lives because that that is expensive. Uh, the quality of the food they eat. That's another sign. Uh, spending extended time, even full seasons in another place. That's another subtle sign of wealth. A lot of traveling to really, you know, out there places. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know anyone I mean, heading over to the Maldives, but you know what I'm saying? It, it looks like it would be something that if you had a lot of money, that's where you'd be headed. Mm-hmm. Fiji, Maldives, sure. Bora Bora. Not Pensacola. Yes, not 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 Rio Palace, Las Americas. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you there. <laughs> but these are folks who also will spend like the whole season there. Yes, yeah, like wherever. they summer in Spain. Right, right, right. If anyone is doing anything in summer, that's you got a lot of money. Well, we were at that uh, that resort in uh, just south of Cancun this past December, and we were talking to some people that were there for two months. Oh yeah. That's like, lovely. That's, that's, that's the life. Like, that's got to be real nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I mean, I th- I would love to give it a try, but two months at an all-inclusive resort. Oh. Coco Bongo. Yeah. My Coco would be going bongo <laughs> for sure. Beach volleyball. You want to play? No, I do not. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to play when I'm there for a week, let alone two months. I might have to give the water aerobics a go, though. That would be an interesting social experiment, though. Like, if you if you take a couple that thinks that, that that would be the greatest thing ever and you put them in a situation like that, what would it be like three months later? Are they still participating in in, in the parties and the in the bongo <laughs> games and they home parties or whatnot? They were up in the business all the, all the four or five days we were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were participating and... Mm-hmm. Joining in on all of the but activities. They were, they were probably in their 60s, and that was obviously, like, something they were doing for the winter months. It depends on, too, I think, what the activities are. Because a lot of times they'll do, like, rock painting or they'll do um, basket weaving with yucca plants or whatever it is. Hmm. So you probably could do a lot of different things or at least learn. I figure there's plenty of time to do stuff like that at the nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> Once I'm settled. Uh, And one final sign. I I didn't know this. I've never really paid close attention, but evidently this is a subtle sign of wealth when their couches don't actually touch the wall. I've read that before. Mine totally does. Don't care. That's funny. 
What do you mean? Like if the- so, like the the couch is against a wall with a window, and we it's pushed up against the wall. Oh, so you theirs would- is in the middle of the room. Oh, yeah. No, so you can walk mine's behind on the it. wall. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's just an inch set from the wall? Does that's that a, count? That's a nice that... start, but I feel like, I don't know, I'm a floor sitter and I lean against the couch. So it yeah, usually, so it, you want it to it, go against the it wall. It usually yeah. pushes back. Yeah, we need back support. I know. <laughs> My ab ain't working out that hard. I mean, if you walk into our house and you go to the, the actual living room, I mean, it's pretty small. It's It's tiny, but we do spend time there, which I know a lot of new homes were kind of going without the living room there for a while because they felt like it was wasted space, so they were doing more of the open concept thing where it was all sort of a living area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we we have, like, both a living room and a family room. And it's funny because when we wake up in the morning, we like to have coffee in the living room. Which is the formal living room, right? Yeah. Like, and, not where you hang. Right. And we yeah. just like that room in the morning because of the way the sun beams in through the windows. Because the light actually is actually comes good. through the dining room, and it's just really beautiful. But I like sitting in that room by myself. So on the weekends, I will still get up at like, I don't know, 5.30, 6 a.m. Just because it's sleeping in for us. And I love it when no one else is awake. I've made coffee and I'm sitting in our formal living room just by myself in the quiet. See, and I'm doing the same thing. Just at nine, a little later. We should totally text. Yeah. I mean, I'll be up. Like, hey. Where are you sitting right now? Yeah. I'm in my formal living room where the couch doesn't touch the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fancy. I was going to say. Look at you. (laughs) So rich. Yeah. Yeah. Sure I am. It's radio career. So funny. You know what's interesting, though, too, about formal living rooms is like, I feel like that's where people put their best furniture. And then they don't use it. And then they never use it. Right. Yes. Yeah, looks I'm, nice, I'm glad but... we're at least sitting in there, hanging out in there. We just have one. So we don't really have, Jeff, mm-hmm. you haven't been over, but Fritch has. It's just one giant room. But yeah, just normal. one big open room. But I'll sit in there, same thing. Sun oh. coming in, early morning coffee on the weekend. Yeah. No one else is, um, you know, afoot yet. No one else is waking up but yeah. you and the puppies. Some morning snuggles. Yeah, there are some days we'll be in the, I mean, we'll be in there until, Noon? Uh, you know, 12.30, 1 o'clock. And, wow. And then... Kristen will look up and she'll say, well, shall we retire to the family room? <laughs> it's time for lunch. Let's get our lunch spot going on. Yeah. Let's go into the other room. make our way? You want to hit the family room? That's also the room where the TV is. There, yes. So. That's us too. Yeah. The game's going to be on a little bit. Let's go. Yeah. And then toss the coffee cup and get on with your day. All right. One recent interior design trend, since we're speaking of interior design, mm-hmm. home decor, is sentiment decor. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not by name. What but, is it? But chances are you may have it in one of your of the houses you've designed, like signs that say family or home or live, laugh, love. <laughs> I have, what do, do I, I have eat. Yeah, we have That's a, the greatest. Yeah. I, eat. I see that in the kitchen and I'm like, don't mind if I do. Yeah, I'm here for the food. I have a little metal sign that Patty got me that says, age is not important unless it's cheese. Oh, that's good. That's cute. I have in all of our bathroom, like in our bathroom upstairs, when we first moved in, we did like all the fun sayings and we still have those kind of framed in the bathroom. Like, 
put your phone down. You know, we know you're on your phone. Send a, you know, send a text. I know you're on your phone. Or have a nice poop is one of the signs. That's funny. I Just like, like that. funny little bathroom signs. So the live, laugh, love, the home, that type of Family. stuff. Family. It's, it's called what? It's called sentiment decor. Yeah. I just have one. Eat. Lot and that's it, it. A lot of it at Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very popular. Yeah, and, well, it's also popular too, Jeff, on TikTok. There's all there's like tons of TikToks of guys going around homes or like their mom's home, and it'll be like they'll do a whole story about we're here for the blessings. Oh yeah, that's know? another one. And then Bless. blessing or yeah, and they'll yeah. go into each room and show all of the words. Yeah, it's. It's it's very popular right now as a design trend. In fact, 24% of people polled say they love those signs. Another 25% think they're fine. And then another 28% don't, don't mind it. But there's an 11% of people polled who just absolutely hate them. And I guess if you're not a fan, you can't blame boomers for this because it's most popular with young adults it's and the not, home improvement shows it, they watch. It's not my thing. I would be more interested in some sort of interesting piece. But if it's your thing, then that's cool. Yeah, if it's legit, mean, like if it's yeah. super meaningful to you, then you should absolutely put it up. But mm-hmm. don't just put it up to fill space. That's kind of how I feel, yeah. Yeah, but for people like me that aren't into decorating, True. super into decorating, it's so easy for me to put up a giant yep. sign in the kitchen that says food <laughs> than to actually have to think about... Food here. Yeah. Some design thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Uh, Some- whopping 61% of Gen Zs and 58% of millennials dig those word signs, like really love them. And sometimes people need to be reminded to live, laugh, love. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> oh, great reminder. Thank- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Thank is God where that we sign eat. was there. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, the sign says eat. The sign says eat, and it's right above the pantry. Oh, so the I sign says laundry, up. too. Yeah, I opened it up <laughs> yeah. and then had a snack. Thank you. All right. Coming up, four things to look forward to in April because it starts tomorrow. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.